Hey, cannabis fam. Thanks for tuning in. It's Val, your Canacopia podcast host, and I hope you guys are all having a really good day. As usual, we're out here collecting answers to your pressing weed questions. On deck for today, why is legal cannabis so expensive? While we're happy to have easy access to cannabis, something we're all concerned about is the seemingly rising price of weed. What affects that, and is it going to change anytime soon? Also, what's the deal with illegal dispensaries? We'll learn all about them and more with the help of Art Abrahamian, joining us today from WebJoint. WebJoint is a software company working on giving dispensaries and cannabis delivery systems the tools they need to be successful. We're really excited to have Art on today's episode. Thanks for having me. We're excited to have you. Today we're talking about sort of the business side of cannabis. It's a hot space right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do uh, and how you got involved? Just a little bit about your background. Sure, yeah. So I've um, been making software for the cannabis industry for about five or six years at this point. Uh, we primarily now make software for retailers in the space, mm-hmm. primarily in California, so uh, dispensaries and deliveries. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of how I got into the space uh, about six years ago, my business partner and I uh, were making websites for people. We just literally had a general web design company. Uh, from there, we transitioned into like a web design company for the cannabis industry. Um, and that kind of just happened because he had a client that he had made a website for in the past that happened to own a dispensary in San Fernando Valley right here in California. And he approached him and said, hey, I need another website. And, and then my business partner approached me and I said, sure, we're a web design company. You know, he needs a website. Let's make him a website. And that's kind of that was like the first step into the industry. And then kind of from there, we transitioned fully into the cannabis space. We're making websites for a bunch of people and really just got to learn that clientele. Um, and then really just got to understand what their software needs were. So about five years, it's been almost five years now that WebJoint, the software, uh, was born. And yeah, it does you know, everything from helping uh, the retailers manage their inventory to their point of sale, their finances, sales, employees. Um, on the delivery end, we really do a ton, uh, you know, helping the deliveries manage their drivers and inventory in the driver's vehicles and dispatching orders, um, automating the taxes for them and all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a legit business these days, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very oh, legit yeah. business. Oh, yeah. um, I guess we want to talk about a little bit um, what kind of influences, I think something that's important to consumers is the price and how it's kind of kind of been changing and what is what influences the price of cannabis and what are all the kind of background components that um, sort of you deal with as a business person in cannabis? Sure. Oh, yeah. That's a... Uh... That's a good topic for sure. So um, I guess the price of cannabis, if you just look at it before, right? Mm-hmm. Like when it was just like your friendly neighborhood drug dealer mm-hmm. or, you know, your friendly neighborhood dispensary, right? Like they, the, the laws before was very like gray area. And so it wasn't technically illegal, but it wasn't technically legal as well. People were going through loopholes mm-hmm. in the laws to just like operate their business. But it was, you know, they were entirely cash-based businesses. A lot of these businesses were not paying their taxes as they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of it, you can't even blame them because the infrastructure, like the legal infrastructure wasn't in place for them to be able to take their, you know, to pay their taxes and not have to worry about things like that. So back in the day when they didn't have to worry about anything, like they didn't have to get their product tested, mm-hmm. right? They, you know, some, somebody just grew it in their garage or whatever the case might be and they just sold it for cash. So they had great margins and, um, you know, they were making good money and they could afford to keep the prices low. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, you're getting even get like $25 eighths back in the day, $35 eighths were kind of more normal, you know, $10 grams or less, or, you know, you could buy one, get one. And they had all these crazy deals. And that was like the standard. That's what people got used to. Um, and now with the regulations, so literally like in January, uh, so it was December, 2017, uh, California just dropped their entire new laws, right? So it was the full legal infrastructure, the way 
cannabis is going to operate in California from this point forward. Mm -hmm. And those laws made everything really expensive because it was like a legitimate way of operating your business. So just to start, businesses need to get a property, Mm -hmm. right? And you can't really rent the property. You have to buy the property because your license is attached to the property. So if you rent it from somebody else and then they kick you out a year later, you lost that license because it belongs to that building. So just to even get a license, you need to have a property and then have lawyers, do all the paperwork, you know, have money essentially to be able to get everything organized and then apply for your license. Then if you're lucky enough, you get a license Mm -hmm. and just to get your product now starting from the grower, they need to grow it a specific way, right? So no pesticides, you know, it's very, very like they really, really are strict on the cannabis industry specifically, like literally more strict than alcohol, more strict than cigarettes, more strict than a ton of other industries, like even agriculture, like lettuce Mm -hmm. or whatever the case might be. Um, just because it's cannabis, right? So like everybody's like suspicious about it. So they really, really are giving everybody a hard time. So just from the grower's perspective, uh, you know, the things that make the growing cheap, cheaper or like make them able to yield more flour, like a lot of these things, like they can't use anymore. Mm-hmm. So then they're, they're getting the flour and then they're selling it to a distributor. And so a distributor uh, takes the flour and they charge the, um, the grower tax per ounce of flour that they sell them. And so the grower pays their tax and they're good there. So that's one level of tax already paid. Okay. So then the distributor, what they have to do is they actually have to go and um, sell, or they have to go test it at a testing lab. So every flour that's there, they test it, and then that testing lab has to take a random sample and they have to say like, okay, was this, uh, is this, does this pass California's requirements or does it not? If it doesn't pass California's requirements, all that cannabis is now gone to waste. Wow. Right. So they just lose all that money, all the investment, everything that they put in up until that point. If it does pass California's requirements, then now the distributor gets to package it. If they need to make it into a manufactured product, like an oil or a tincture or a brownie, edible, etc., then they have to send that to another person that then needs to make that product and then get it tested again after they've made wow. it. Okay. okay, so let's say everything's going great. It's just going to be flour, right? So they went and tested it. Everything's good. Then they have to pay the testing lab for their services, of course. And then now the distributor can go and finally give it to the retailer. When the retailer gets it, they're paying what's called an excise tax. Okay. So uh, let's say, just to keep it simple, uh, the distributor sells the retailer $1,000 of cannabis, right? So what the state of California assumes is that the retailer is going to mark up that cannabis 60%. So what they're assuming is the retailer, when they sell it, they're going to get $1,600. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they make them prepay for the tax before they've even sold the product. Okay. And they're prepaying for the tax on $1,600 of product. So they pay 15% tax right then and there. So they give that to the distributor. And then now finally, they could sell that product to the consumer that with the excise tax, in addition to regular sales and use tax that you get everywhere else, in addition, specific counties like LA County or here or there, they're imposing their own additional cannabis taxes. So as you can see, every step along the process, it gets more and more expensive. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that didn't. I didn't realize that's how. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a whole thing now for sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's obviously I guess having a dispensary not as lucrative as it used to be, and this is just re- recently. They said that 2017 is when these laws sort of passed. Um, so can if if more people start to get in this space, will any of that that will still always stay the same? 
basically. So it doesn't look like the future. What does the future look like for? So it can get more? better. That's okay. like the good news. Right? Okay, that's like, the good news. All right. Uh, so I mean, the state of California could do a ton of things. Like for one, they can lower the excise tax. They could lower like these other cities that are coming up with their own cannabis taxes. Like mm -hmm. if they lower the taxes in general, that'll make it easier for the legal market to thrive because then they can actually compete with the black market. Right dispensaries right mm -hmm. so if that's gonna happen probably not right like okay. i was I, I was in Sac uh it was in san diego um and the bureau of cannabis control which is one of the new um regulating bodies that have opened up in california mm -hmm. they kind of came down and they're and they're sitting down and they're listening to the people speak and give feedback on the laws that they passed so all of 2018 they were passing laws and getting feedback and changing them and getting feedback and so on and so forth and literally people came down and, and they told them like Hey, you need to lower our taxes so we have a, we have a chance to compete because people mm -hmm. don't want to buy really expensive cannabis. Yeah. And if we can't compete with the black market, then the black market's always going to thrive. Yeah. Right. And so you know most consumers don't know that like, hey, that's not tested cannabis. Yeah. You don't know what's in that, etc. Or even if they do know, they're just like, how how bad can it be? Right. I'm paying twenty five or thirty five dollars versus like sixty five dollars over here. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know people kind of came out, they voiced their opinions, and the and the people in charge of the taxes and stuff were there. Um, it just didn't really seem like they were they were listening or taking it into account at that point though so that's one thing that could change if is that going to change probably not is what i'm assuming mm -hmm. um the, what's more realistically going to happen is as more and more companies come in and big players open up like acres and acres of you know grow houses and etc like mm. big money comes in then that's really going to drive the, the price of cannabis down so the taxes will always be there but cannabis will be cheaper in general with more players coming in with more players coming in yeah there's 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 states out there right now that literally have an over like uh in portland or in oregon in general right now there's an oversupply of cannabis oh, right. like they literally cannot get rid of their cannabis fast enough wow so it's literally i don't know the exact pricing but it's something ridiculous like ten dollars an eighth or like it's literally wow. that cheap because they can't they're, they're not consuming as much as they're growing i see yeah. oversupply yeah um wow okay well thank you for diving into that um for us it was very intricate yeah <laughs> um, we're gonna take a short break right now but we'll be back and we'll get to touch on a couple other things that you have already mentioned these days cannabis consumption has gotten classy if you consider yourself a modern connoisseur Flav has everything you could want from sophisticated vapes and premium edibles their products are great for experts and beginners alike they have vapes ranging from their potent black label, clocking in at 90% THC, to more approachable 70% THC vape oils. If you're a real enthusiast, check out their newly released Live Resin Blue label. It's top-notch stuff. Oils are available in reusable cartridges and disposables. And if vaping isn't for you, they also offer an extensive collection of quality edible products and cannabis-infused beverages. Try out one of Flav's endless lists of products today, or check them out at flavinc.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Hypothesis. We are here today with Art Abrahamian, and he is giving us a breakdown on legal stuff and prices of cannabis and how to get the most for your money. Um, something we touched on in the in the last segment here was uh, sort of competing with the black market, and I think that's something that um, you know I've definitely gone into a dispensary and I haven't really known like is this a legit dispensary? Is it not? And there are some telltale signs. Um, I don't know if you want to kind of talk about that, what to what to kind of look for to avoid and why it's important to avoid those or if you think it's important to avoid those, you know, sure. just kind of that. Sure. 
Yeah, so, I mean, obviously the telltale sign, sometimes you, you, know, you just walk in and it's like... Kind of sketchy. In yeah. the back of an alley or, you know, some <laughs> hidden sketchy area, then, you know, that's an obvious... Um, the biggest giveaway, besides, like, sometimes they look really nice and presentable and, like, you literally can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the biggest giveaway is if their product is tested or not. Okay. So, you know, and a, lo- a lot of these testing labs, what they're doing is they're putting their stickers with their logos, like, on the actual product itself. So if you look at a legal dispensary, they could only legally buy tested product that's past California's testing requirements. So if you just look on the product, it'll tell you, like, this has this much uh, THC and this much CBD and, like, this all this other science stuff, and that's that's basically how you'll be able to tell. Okay. Also... If they're not charging you taxes, right, right. So like, unless they're super shady and they're trying, they charge you tax price, right? Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, could, they could also, they could also yeah. do that. They could also do that. So, um, yeah. I mean, either if they are charging taxes and they're so still shady, then look at the product, right. But if they're not charging taxes, you don't even need to look at the product. It's like an illegal right. operation. Okay. Yeah. And so, what, why are there so many? Because there are a lot out there. There are a lot of them. Why would you say? Obviously, I'm sure like resources wise mm-hmm. for the state yeah. is probably limited. Yeah. But because they they keep popping up, and it, I'm sure it's a huge problem for the state. And I know it's been a conversation like, oh, this isn't working in California. You know, yeah. how does that kind of affect the overall legalization yeah. of, of cannabis? Would you say? Yeah. So it's a huge problem. Period. Okay. Um, like literally, it's like kind of a war between the legal market and the illegal market right now. And there's there's you know people that, and the thing that people need to realize, or California as a state needs to realize, is that. This was a thriving and booming and ongoing industry far before it was fully legalized, mm-hmm. right? So that's like a big part of the problem. People are feeding their families mm-hmm. with the money that they're getting off their cannabis business. They're putting food on the table. So mm-hmm. for California to come in and say, you know what, this is the way, the new way it's going to be, and you can't put food on the table for your family anymore, mm-hmm. right? That's a problem. Most people are not going to just take that like laying down, right? So it's there's not a simple solution to it. There's not a simple answer. But the fact of the matter is that this industry has been going on and thriving in California for dozens of years, right? And then all of a sudden, California just introduced a new rule book and kind of told everybody, like, get with the new program or get out. And some people just refuse to get with the new program altogether. Others are trying to get with the new program, but you need you need lawyers. You need luck. You need mm-hmm. knowledge and information. And, like, it's not an easy process. Right. So, um, Probably expensive, right? You need to expensive. talk about Expensive and lucky. It's not all just about the money. Sometimes, like certain certain cities, they'll do like a lottery system. Oh, okay. So you get everything in place. You spend all the money. You get the lawyers, and then you just don't win the lottery to get the license. Because there's like a limited amount. There's a limited amount. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know that's that's really the issue. And um, the other issue is like not only are the, the the businesses keep popping up, right? But it's the consumers keep buying, mm-hmm. and that's that's part of the problem. That's actually one of the main reasons I wanted to come here today is to educate mm-hmm. the consumers on what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, although I feel for those people in, you know, in the illegal market, it's like, you have to try your best because this this is not, the, it's not changing, right? This is right. a new way that, there's a new direction that things are headed. So if you're smart, if you're savvy, if you want to, if you want your business to stay alive, then you, it would be best for you to not just continue doing things illegally. Right. So, um, so yeah, and then, you know, you obviously can't blame the consumers either because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of time the prices are cheaper. Price, yeah. Um, sometimes it's not even like so, so another issue is the cities themselves like one city will say we're banning dispensaries right so altogether. you altogether you cannot get a legal dispensary or a delivery license in a specific city mm-hmm. right but the black market exists in that city mm-hmm. and they don't care about the rules right, right? so like consumers all the time have, have no option either it's like if you if you want your cannabis whether for medical or recreational use there's an illegal dispensary and illegal delivery in the area you're gonna get your pot from them because you literally can't get the product legally wow yeah okay 
So what 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 is a aside from what, what's the trade off? If obviously you go into an illegal one, you get cheaper prices, but your product isn't going to be tested mm-hmm. a lot of times, or maybe your edibles are not regulated very well. So mm-hmm. what are some of the some of the trade offs that you're um, going to experience if you want to go if you go into an illegal one? And yeah, your prices are cheaper, but what? At what cost, basically? Like, what are some specific things? Like, yeah. cost of sickness so, or... I would say three specific things. So, um, one, dosing. Okay. Right? So, because there's no... They're, they're getting product that isn't tested and isn't regulated. Like, you can get a brownie and it tells you, oh, it's a 10 milligram edible or 5 milligram edible. And you eat the brownie and you're, like, on space. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're risking that for sure. Okay. Um, uh, you know, just the testing, not not just for the dosing, but for the pesticides, any other, like, you literally don't know what's in the cannabis that you're consuming. And there's nobody regulating them, right? So they could be using all sorts of chemicals, all sorts of, like, things that might give them, like, a better yield or, you know, make, like, stop the cannabis from going moldy or, like, whatever the case might be, but it's really bad for your health, mm-hmm. right? And then third, the really, like, the new big brands that are popping up in California, like, the ones everybody wants to try, mm-hmm. those are all legal cannabis brands. Right. So a lot of the time, or all the time you shouldn't be able to get any of those like actual brands that you're seeing around you shouldn't be able to get them in the illegal dispensaries but that brings up like another issue bootlegging Mm -hmm. so that's that's even another thing that makes it more complex right so like literally people are ordering things from china like Mm -hmm. packaging and stuff that will mimic like the the notable brands in california they're making knockoffs they're filling it with their own oils their own like you know they're putting their own flour in it etc and they're giving it to these illegal dispensaries so it is an extremely complex problem. Wow, yeah. And, uh, you know, again, just because it's been around forever in California. And so it's like we're in a transition period and try, just trying to get through it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I didn't realize that there was this not the knockoff problem. I had no idea. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, so something you, you're in the space of is the, is the delivery mm-hmm. space. So, um, kind of, you want to just touch on what does delivery look like now um how, what make how is it legal mm-hmm. how does it kind of just break down delivery because sure. it's going to become i think very popular i think it's already gotten very popular yeah um so we're we're betting on delivery that's kind of where our money's at and mm-hmm. um you know because we focus on that as a, as a software company like if you're a dispenser you could use our software sure but if you're a delivery you're gonna really really love our software so we're the, we're the only company in the world that's focused on cannabis deliveries Oh, okay. And uh, because of that, you know, obviously we have specific features and things like that that make it much easier and better to run a delivery that no other software has. So um, what delivery looks like in California currently is actually really good. The regulations were really good for deliveries mm-hmm. because, one, they cemented deliveries. Which So what I mean by that is they came out with regulations and they said, you know, deli- they, like deliveries were already going on in California before the regulations, but the regulations cemented them and said they're here to stay there is a, a delivery license it's called it's a retail non-storefront license that you go do delivery only mm-hmm. um and there's a bunch of rules and regulations for deliveries and that's one of the things that california did that's unique that not many other states like there's there's a few states now that are opening up uh some delivery infrastructure but most of the states that you heard about like going recreational before california like mm-hmm. uh um, Colorado, Col- yeah, Washington. Colorado, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. Like Oregon, Washington are now starting like a little bit on the, the, the delivery thing, but I think they took like California took the lead on that one, yeah. right? So, um, so it's really interesting with a with a delivery. What you could do is uh, you could operate on two different models. So 
different people have different terminology for them but one could be like a pizza delivery model okay. so and that by that i mean you know the the driver takes a few orders like you know you grab a few pizzas and then you go and deliver and then you come back mm-hmm. grab a few more orders you go and deliver um so that's one model that you could do if you you know have a delivery business the other thing that you could do that's really interesting is you could actually have your drivers operate on what's called like a kit model mm-hmm. so the drivers themselves could have up to five thousand dollars of inventory in their vehicle oh, at okay. any given time and so there's certain restrictions with that like they need to if they they have five thousand dollars of inventory they're in their vehicle at the main central office mm-hmm. they get a um they have to get an order for them to like go out right so they can't oh, you can't just like roam around yeah. and like and stuff like that and then if they get another order while they're out there they could go deliver that order okay. but if they don't get an order for 30 minutes then they have to come back, come back. to the to the central location yeah okay so what, what that's actually doing though is like it's making it really quick and convenient for you to get cannabis so if you order from the delivery that's operating on that model mm-hmm. what they'll what they'll actually do which your software helps support is they'll have drivers in specific areas like you, there's like a driver that's gonna circle around Santa Monica, for example, okay. right? And then you order your canvas and it's here in two minutes because the driver was like right, right there. Right there, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay, yeah, that's exciting for the future of yeah. delivery. Um I think we're gonna go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back to discuss, you know, a little bit more about the legal cannabis space. Hey, so today we live during a really exciting time where cannabis is legal and the landscape is ever-changing and we have so many options to choose from which is just really the best news for anyone who's excited about cannabis the problem though is that there are so many options too many options you go to the dispensary and every single thing that you can think of is available to you in some cannabis form they have inhalers cookies drinks just everything And if you're new to the space or you are just starting out to navigate the legal cannabis space, it can be very, very overwhelming to try and find what it is that you want. If you want something very specific, you may not even know how to communicate with the person at the dispensary to guide you to what it is that you're looking for. And the result of that might be that you end up spending your hard-earned money on a product that isn't going to give you what you want. Simply put, you know what it is that you want from your cannabis experience. But up until now, there hasn't been an easy way for you to arrive at that. Sure, Leafly is going to give you lots of options of products, but there's no guarantee you'll be able to find those products if you find the perfect one. Weedmaps, on the other hand, is going to give you lots of places to find products, but there's no guarantee that they're going to be able to give you the product that you want. Luckily, Canacopia solves these problems and more. Canacopia gives you all the control. You can dial in exactly what it is that you want from your cannabis. The mood that you're looking for, the effects, taste, consumption method, you name it, Canacopia is going to give you an option to select based on your preferences. It gives you cannabis personalized, and you're going to find the perfect strain, perfect product every time. And once you get a result, we're going to give you a dispensary where you can find it, or you'll get a delivery method available to you immediately. Canacopia makes finding your experience easy, something that is needed right now in this time where there are so many options and you just don't know where to go. Canacopia is available for you in the App Store, whether you're on Android or Apple. Check us out today and discover your bliss. Welcome back to Hypothesis. This is Val, your host, and we are 
jumping into the legalities of cannabis. And for those of you listening in, I'm sure you're curious about how to make sure you're getting good quality stuff, good legal stuff. We want to always be in line with the law. So today we have Art Abrahamian uh, here talking to us. And just as a final sort of remark, just kind of what advice would you give to consumers who are new to the space and how to make sure that they're getting quality stuff, um, getting proper delivery, that sort of thing. Any guidelines? Sure. Yeah, so uh, you know, one of the positives about California making everything legal is that everything is much safer because it's regulated. Right? It's kind of just what happens when you know cities or cu- countries or states, whatever, decide to make something legal, they regulate it. So um, as a consumer, everything's more convenient for you as well. So like, for example, with our software, we make uh, we, we have software for cannabis deliveries and what they could actually do is they can make a website through our software. So as a consumer, that's super convenient for you because now you're just, you know, you're on their website on your phone, on the mobile app, you're on the, on the computer or whatever it is. And now you have like a central place where you could just order your cannabis from. So, and then on top of that, you know, as a consumer, what I would look for besides, you know, a legitimate, uh, place that's reliable and it's going to good delivery times or whatever the case might be, um, you know, good technology that they're, that they're using to give you a good experience. Um, I will look for a place that you're comfortable with the pricing. They have a good loyalty program as well, right? So that's another important thing to consider as a consumer. If you're, you know, especially if it's a delivery and you know it's a good delivery service in your area, you could consistently get them to deliver with a good delivery time to your apartment or house or whatever the case might be, then might as well rack up some loyalty points while you're at it too, right? So that's another thing to look for. And then lastly, there's a bunch of really, really cool brands popping up all over the all over the space in California. And that's what that's what's really exciting right now is you could try this person's flower and this person's edibles and this person's vape or whatever the case might be. And you as a consumer, like, I would recommend just trying it all. Okay. And then, uh, you know, as long as you're dosing yourself properly, you're not, you know, if you're if it's an edible, start out, start out at like five or 10 milligrams. You know, don't yeah. eat the whole brownie or whatever. Look at what they recommend on the package. You know, if it's flour, you don't, you don't have to, you know, smoke a whole joint or whatever the case might be. Just take a few hits and see how you feel. Right, but after a while, what you'll do is you'll start to see like, okay, this brand has you know good flour, and this brand has good edibles, and this brand has you know good vapes, or whatever the case might be, and it's always going to be consistent now that it's regulated and tested. So then, what you could do is you could start finding your favorite brands, and then once you find your favorite brands, then you know you're going to get the same quality product, tested product from them every time, and then you're pretty much chilling. You just get that brand each and every time, rack up your loyalty points, <sighs> stick to the one business, and you know then you don't have to think about it anymore. Like. Doesn't have to be a burden to try to get some cannabis. Yeah, set it and forget it uh, after. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. We're even working on some cool features like uh, being able to schedule like deliveries delivery. or like how Amazon has like the recurring delivery. Right. You like yeah. just sign up and like once a month you get that delivered for you. Mm-hmm. So now essentially, like long story short, now that everything's legal and it's like a legitimate business, it's just like you know they just open the gates and like open the floodgates and we could do really cool and innovative stuff as well as the. The businesses themselves doing really cool and innovative stuff and it just it ends up being really good for the consumers amazing yeah i think i'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next five years that like i'm sure you are too with everything's Definitely. changing Definitely. <laughs> um what and your personal projects you guys you're working on web joint yeah um you want to just dive in a little bit more about like just that and sure. yeah yeah so it's webjoint.com w-e-b-j-o-i-n-t.com it's webjoint.software on instagram that's essentially, we're a software company, you know, you know, in, in its purest form, we've been a software company for about six years at this point, and we just develop software and push out code, like literally every single day, specifically for the cannabis industry. And we recently begun to obsess over the delivery industry specifically, just because 
California was the first to really do it the way they did it. And we, you know, we're stationed in California. The company was born and raised in California. We've always dealt with that client base even before, you know, the, the new regulations came out. So we're kind of just obsessing over it right now. We're one of the very few companies in the world that even offers features for deliveries. And we're the only company in the world that focuses on deliveries specifically. Um, so yeah, as a consumer, you know, if you see uh, the delivery has like a, a website, right? You go to log in. If you see like the powered by web joint at the bottom, that's us. And you know you're gonna be seeing it more and more as the the industry grows and develops. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Wow. Hey. Well, congrats on your company and getting getting out there. And yeah, we wish you the very best. And we hope to yeah use the use any delivery service that is powered by web joint. Um, we want to thank you for being here today. Um, it was a pleasure to have you answer some questions for our listeners about legal cannabis, about the pricing, a little bit more of the business side. Um, yeah, so just thank you so much for being here. Perfect, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course. It was a blast. <laughs> awesome. And to our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in. If you liked this episode, uh, go ahead and give it a good rating and subscribe for more content. We are Hypothesis. We are here to satisfy your can of curiosity. My name is Val, and I will see you guys in the next episode. All righty. Have a good one. Mm -hmm. Stay high. Yeah. <laughs>